Welcome to the Bite Me Podcast. The no. only podcast. Oh. No, we're not doing that anymore, Colby. That's your last one. Welcome, it's- welcome, oh, welcome. It's Bite Me Podcast. Be there, be there, be there for the Bite Me Podcast this Sunday this only. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. But the podcast comes out on Thursday. We have Truckasaurus and Bigfoot. <laughs> not the car, the cryptid. And I... <laughs> <laughs> I also have big feet. Episode 273, you're here now. I'm sorry. I can't make We're them here. stop. I, I apologize. You're here. We're here. Colby's here. Dylan's here. Cliff's here. My dog's here. He's under the desk, so he's either going to be whining or biting my feet. Could go either way. I guess we'll see. Uh, we're going to talk about some video games. Colby played um, maybe the longest titled video game I've ever seen. That isn't um, a Warhammer game. That isn't a Warhammer game, exactly. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about... That's no, pretty some... long, even for a Warhammer game. <laughs> There's <laughs> not no enough uh, semicolons or... I like the idea of there being a semicolon in a game <laughs> title. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about news. We got some No Man's Sky news. Um, AC Valhalla got a new difficulty mode that I think is dope. Um, the last place in the world you'd expect to find $10,000 worth of video games, it's in Nebraska. Um, so now there's two things in Nebraska, $10,000 worth of video games. And uh, that bridge that goes over I-80, I think. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah I guess that's Omaha. in Nebraska. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a corn, a lot of corn. corn. Um, there's a Cabela's there. I've driven through Nebraska a lot of times. It is very long and very flat. Uh, I did it like six months ago. It wasn't better than I remembered. It was actually worse. Uh, Nintendo is closing the 3DS and Wii U eShops. And apparently I skipped the fact that Cyberpunk 27, 777, 2077? 2077. 2077 is back and has a free demo on your next gen consoles. And finally, if you're fast, Steam has more than 600 demos available right now. So by the time this podcast comes out, you only have to play 200 a day in order to really make the most of that. Uh, we got questions from Monotone Screaming, Prime Fan. Unfortunately, this Prime Fan one, I don't think any of us is going to be able to answer. <laughs> So we're just going to riff on it. Uh, our deacon asked two questions because he is an A-plus student. He gets a gold star. And Mansocks, although I spelled his name Mansock, which is different, uh, is what... Uh, I'm not going to tell you the question. I only told you the question. That's what uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers wore. A Mansock. I believe that is actually where that, that handle came from as well. Oh. But yeah, I, I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm like... 80% sure. Which, I mean, if it is, sure. his his wife is Lady Socks, right? How does that work? That is a question it's you different. should not ask, Colby. Um, they're, they're uh, never mind that. It's a podcast that is, at least occasionally, family friendly. I'm not going to. I'm not going any deeper than that. Um, we got cheap free games from Epic, uh, some Game Pass games, um, some games leaving Game Pass. Oh. And a pretty cool, cool VR bundle on Humble. It's Tuesday. I can't talk. All right, let's uh, let's talk about what we've been playing, Dylan. You want to talk about some Pokemon? Pokemon. Pokemon. Um, yeah. So I've. I don't think I talked about this as I couldn't make it to record last week, so I haven't had. And a chance we to. missed you, Dylan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I've played. The new Pokemon game for quite a bit, not a lot, a lot, um, but probably enough to kind of get a sense of what the game's about and to get past the just 
arduous journey through the introduction. Um, there's way too much exposition and talking <laughs> um, in this game, and it's kind of just a hit the A button and just do your best to stay awake through um, the long-winded um, expositions. But after that... Um, you are a Pokemon researcher, and you collect Pokemon um, to research. Um, it's quite different than um, other approaches, but I guess it's... I'm guessing they're going this direction because Pokemon Go is was successful, and they yeah, yeah. kind of dabbled in this with like the Let's Go pokemon games where it was a little bit more about catching pokemon and less emphasis on the battling yeah yeah um which for me just raises more questions than it actually has answers um like why do i need 200 psyducks yes i want 200 psyducks <laughs> but there's really no point in me catching 200 psyducks um army of so just just like, to raise my research level canonically um, like are all like does they're all psyducks like are is one psyduck the same as the other psyducks is like i mean is there no any they're not the same i mean are they all named look, psyduck i mean you can name them they are a a psyduck um generally they speak in their name only um and See, but that's I guess confusing. That's probably like, why they call them that is because like Pikachu is a Pikachu, right? Like, is that? Yes. But but not all Pikachus are named Pikachu. I mean, well, you could no, you've no, always no. been able to name your Pokemon name whatever you want. Um, like, and and your so dog you're saying is that a dog, but you named it, you know, whatever. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I get that, but you're saying that like who is it? Ash is that is that mm -hmm. the guy who who raised. Or caught, I guess. I, no, I don't. No, he was given to him by the professor. Clef, come on. Oh, of course. And so you're saying like it's the equivalent of him naming his his dog dog dog. Yeah, exactly. Or even more probably, he named his 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 bark bark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, please continue, Dylan. I'm sorry. I I'm so. Pokemon's weird. That's what I'm gonna say. It I, is weird, and uh, this game is kind of weird. Um. In a good way, for the most part. Um, I'm trying to decide what I want to talk about first, because um, it's it it really is kind of a divergent game from kind of yeah. what you're used to. But it does a lot of things really well, and I think I almost wish they would have stuck to the mainline, like traditional game where you travel across the map trained your Pokemon and battled gym leaders. Cause I think that game would be even better than this one. Um, just because I don't think the excess, excessive capturing of Pokemon is very strange to me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Cause it's like, is it catch and release? Do I catch all <laughs> these Psyducks? And then I, I'm like, okay, that's the one I'm keeping. And I give them <laughs> all back to the wild. Like it's kind of weird. And it, I don't know if you really wanted to write some sort of, uh, I don't know, paper about this and really reflect on how you're just taking all of these Pokemon from their natural habitats and then, like, I don't know, putting tags on them. And put, I don't know. It, it's kind of strange, but 
anyway, um, there's a lot I do like, though. I like that the Pokemon are in the world now. That's really cool. You're not just walking through grass and you get a random encounter. Like, that's gone completely. There's none sure. of that. Because I think even in some of the previous games where they kind of experimented with this, there, there was still Pokemon that would kind of jump out of the long grass at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was also Pokemon in the in the overworld kind of or whatever but this one all the pokemon you see them um and they will attack you which is kind of a new thing for pokemon too is like um the pokemon will shoot their attacks at you or charge at you depending on their demeanors um and you kind of have to dodge out of the way or they'll get you um and what I do like is that you don't have to necessarily go into a battle to catch the Pokemon. You can just sneak up on them and throw a Pokeball at them and catch them. That's kind of nice because it, it stops me from waiting to get into the battle. And then, okay, now I get to throw my Pokeball and catch a Pokemon or, or battle it. And so in some cases, you might battle the Pokemon before you catch it. But you can just throw Pokeballs out and catch Pokemon, which is kind of nice. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And the other kind of like the streamlining of there's no like wipe because in all the previous pokemon games when you'd get into a fight there'd be like a wipe across the screen and then you'd go into like the jrpg looking like yeah my pokemon you see the back of his head and then you see their pokemon and you fight um this one it's just like you get into a, a fight and that your little menu pops up but it's just the camera is pretty much exactly how you were traveling around in the three-dimensional world, which is cool. And you can actually move your character around while the Pokemon are battling and you're commanding the attacks and, and whatever. So like, that's pretty cool and it's super fast because you're not waiting for these wipes to come across the screen and set up the battle and then the battle's over and then it's like, you win the battle. And it's like, how you realize how much time that took and like how much time you're saving um, traveling around this way. Um your backpack is way too small at the beginning of the game to pick up <laughs> items. So the first thing I'm doing is like um, just doing tasks to get money to then expand the size of my backpack. Um, Cause that is apparently priority number one. Um, it's kind of at a point now where I'm actually not like annoyed by it. Um, it doesn't take too long, um, but it's kind of, I don't know why can't I just have a big backpack or something right? like, um, kind of micromanaging how many acorns I have is kind of annoying because um, there's just various berries and things that you can pick up and um, I like that you do collect things in the world and you can craft pokeballs even though that's kind of weird too um, it, it's kind of just like weird because it's I don't know like being so having grown up with Pokemon and it being like so close you see a game that kind of just like I mean, they can do whatever they want. I really don't care. Like, they can experiment, whatever. But it, it seems like sometimes they just take the rules that they've created for the Pokemon world and just be like, eh, we'll throw that over there. And <laughs> now, like, we're just doing things totally different. And it's kind of like, whoa. Like, because you think you understand. Like, I can imagine, like, what it's kind of like to live in, like, the Pokemon universe, right? And yeah. then when you play this game, you're like, nope, this is different. This isn't what I... This is not what's familiar based on 20 years of um, even 25 years now of um, kind of like 
immersing myself in that and i'm not like the biggest pokemon fan by any stretch of the imagination but um as a kid i was definitely very like i watched a lot of it like i've read different books and like played all the games and and collected the cards and did all that kind of stuff so it's like i think i know what pokemon is and then you see this game you're like well this is different um (laughs) overall it's fun um I guess I do like that it is different, though, I guess, um, because they had made the same game so many times, even though every one of them is, is a pretty solid game. There's not a lot to complain about other than it's probably kind of the same as the last one. Um, and I guess well, probably what every person has always wanted in a Pokemon game is to see the Pokemon running around in the world. Yeah. And they finally kind of realize that. And I think it's it's close. I'm... I. I think I'm even what this does most of all is get me excited about the future Pokemon game because I think they're getting close to having something really, really cool. Um, but it sounds like a lot of people are enjoying this game too. So I'd recommend it for Pokemon fans, but I, I'd wonder if people that maybe aren't like, would they enjoy this? I have no idea. Um, Cause it's, so act- it's, it's pretty Pokemon-y. I don't know. Another podcast I listened to, the three hosts don't play Pokemon, and they uh-huh. all loved it. it. Yeah, see, I, I that's interesting to me because I don't, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone who's not familiar, like, because I imagine experiencing your first Pokemon game for the first time could be cool, right? So maybe yeah. that's what it is. Um, and it, I guess if you're not, if you don't have all that baggage, this might be really cool because you don't have the expectations of what previous games are like. Because like when I watch people play Pokemon Go, I'm like, what the hell? This doesn't make <laughs> any sense to me. I don't know why you're playing it. Doesn't compute in my brain. Uh, but someone who's not me that doesn't have any previous i don't know history they have there's a reason they like it and that's cool so so i've i've two questions about pokemon yes so if i'm out in the wild and a pokemon attacks me um can i shoot it i mean is that like legit i don't think so i think mm-hmm. in some cases there's probably I would have to imagine there's been a tranquilizer used on a Pokemon in the show. Okay, I would so. guess. I can't remember. Yeah, I. But it, I feel like that's happened. I can't 100% say that. But it's usually Pokemon. like you use your Pokemon to handle these situations, that right? Seems, it seems dangerous. Um, At the very least, I should be able to get like some sort of like Pokemon mace. Like, you can, I mean, because some of them are big. And right. shoot fire and stuff. I Which that's kind of what is cool about this game though is that the Pokemon actually can be aggressive and it's that's kind of cool. Um and sometimes you are walking through an area with a lot of Pokemon and they're just like you're just getting doused with these abilities and you're kind of just running through or or whatever. And that's kind of cool. Mm. Like that hasn't been available before. Yeah, that is interesting. So second second question um, so Pokemon are like wild creatures, mm-hmm. and then when you put them in a Pokeball, does that like domesticate them, or no? Like, or is Pikachu just a special? No, because Pikachu doesn't want to go in his Pokeball. Yeah, doesn't go in a Pokeball. So, <clears throat> seems like a lot of a lot of weirdness in this this world that I just don't understand. 
You just don't get it. It's okay. It's okay. And and uh, I believe the Pokemon has to want to be caught. Interesting. If I recall correctly. It's very, very strange. It's fine. It's fine. Cole, tell me about um, Super Mario 3D World. Why not? Uh, I picked this up, I don't know, sometime this week because my kid's now um, obsessed with Mario. No longer obsessed with Pokemon and moves right yeah, on to Mario. No. Moved yeah. right on to Mario. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, the perfect timing was right after Christmas after we'd bought her all the Pokemon stuff. Oh, right. right. Yeah. 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 Would have been better if she'd um, done it right right before. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But uh, I, I was like, oh, I'll get her Mario Odyssey. And then I noticed this game, and I managed to get it for $35. So I'm like, that's way better than $60. Um, and so far, it's good. It's a 3D Mario world. Um, music's real good. I like that a lot. Um, you can turn into a cat, which is pretty cool. That's great. Um, the cat suit was fun. The cat suit is, yeah. Um, I didn't know until, I don't know, before we started, that this was a Wii U game, and you can kind of tell. Um, <laughs> which, like, I had a few complaints, but now those make all sorts of sense. I have heard that Bowser's Fury is excellent, and I'm kind of, I, I kind of want to play that. Um, but uh, other than that, it's a Mario game. There's yeah, yeah. not, like, anything really groundbreaking in it, except the cat suit, which yeah. may have Especially... been in other Marios. I don't know. I guess especially if you've played any of the more recent I the 3D Marios. Um, like Especially in that situation, I don't think you would like... But I think at the time, this felt pretty neat because I don't think there was many 3D Mario games, right? Like, it was kind of a, a while, uh, and this was the first one, I think, that came out in a while, and it was pretty cool. I think Other the than maybe, last... 3D Mario game they I were played dug. was 64. Yeah, because there was Galaxy on the Wii, which was really mm -hmm. cool, and then that was the one that came out on the Wii U. Um, yeah, so it's good. I mean, like I'm not, you know, like there's there's been games where I've been playing because she wants to play them, and I'm like, this is awful. Um, and this is not one of those. I mean, there's other games I'd probably rather play, but, uh, you know. Setting the bar at playing not awful games is a good number. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. So. Did you play? It's not the Paw Patrol game, no. so. Did Did you play Mario Odyssey, Dylan? Yeah. Did you like it? I did like it quite yeah. a bit. I thought the game was real average, but that's all right. What else yeah. uh, What else are you playing, Cole? I, I honestly want to say I think Mario games are kind of just yeah. average. Yeah, not, not my thing. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think the thing is, is I think 3D platforming does not work very well. Um, yeah, agreed. And, and I have played other 3D platformers that I thought, like, I'm like, oh, this controls better. Um, yeah. And so, like, I don't know exactly where you go with Mario. I haven't played Odyssey, so I don't know if they really, you know, switched anything up. But, like... I don't know if you're ever going to play... I mean, at least, like, Breath of the Wild or whatever. At least you can say, like, oh, wow, they really, you know, kind of changed everything about Link, whether that be good or bad. With Mario, I think you can only do so much. So, yeah. I mean, except for Mario RPG, which turned it into an RPG. Which, right. why isn't that on uh, Nintendo Online? That's a good question. The, uh, the dude who makes it uh, came out this week and said that he wants to make another Mario RPG and then retire. Like, he wants that to be his, his last game. So, Swan song? Yeah, I guess. Maybe, could happen, I, I guess. 
you know. Um, so then I started playing Deedlet and Wonder Labyrinth, Record of Lodos War. Such a great wow. name. <laughs> Which is a Metroidvania based off of a 90s uh, anime. And I don't know if there, it's also got uh, uh, manga, manga, manga. There we go. Mangoes. Uh, mangoes. Uh, it's also got those. I don't know if those are more current um, or if for some reason there was just a weird one-off uh, like Metroidvania from a TV show that came out 32 years ago. Um, either way, it's an excellent Metroidvania. That's so weird. <laughs> like, I I have compared it to um, the Mummy um uh, Metroidvania that I played, couple, yeah. yeah, Demastered, and the more I think about it, like it's like a weird, you know, property that people are like, why are you doing this? And they both are excellent. They both, uh, they both handle and feel very similar. Um, and like this is, it's a really good Metroidvania. I think I beat it in two days. Um, just because I really was like, I got into it. Um. It's got some kind of interesting mechanics. It's uh, it's real good. Um, it's all in Game Pass, and I'm like, I, like this story will make no sense because you haven't watched the anime. <laughs> like I have no you, idea what's going you on. You think I haven't watched the anime? Yeah, I was going to. I was going to look it up and see if it was available and watch some of it before this podcast, but then I just I I got sidetracked. Yeah, so. It happens. It's uh, like, I, I assume it'll be kind of like Sword Art Online, where I'll play the game and go like, that made no sense. And then I'll watch the show and I'm like, oh, actually it does. If you've actually, you know, watched any of the thing that this is based off of. But uh, it's it's actually real good. Um, and then I played Infernax, which is a 2D side-scrolling vague RPG. Um... It is a hundred percent Castlevania Two Simon's Quest. If Castlevania Two Simon's Quest was ultraviolet, um, it is like Simon's Quest and Splatterhouse mixed together. Sounds so good. I'm, I'm very excited is, to try that. It is really good. It's got some kind of interesting, like you get to like make decisions, um, and those decisions affect the game. Um, like when you first go into town, there's like a uh, like a guy and he says like you know kill me and then it you know pops up a screen it's like do you spare him or do you kill him and uh, I actually played it twice because I restarted it over not because of this but other reasons but uh, the first time I spared him and he turns into a giant boss who you have to fight like just at the first of the game um, and the second time I spared him or I killed him but when you kill him someone from the village sees you and goes running off and like I haven't run into that person yet but I assume at some point in time that will play into it um there was another one where there's a bandit on a bridge and uh, he was robbing a guy and you go up and say like hey you know like you need to leave or you know and the bandit says like hey if you let me go I'll uh, I'll give you like a hundred dollars and I instead chose to beat his head in with a mace (laughs) um and the guy he was robbing was like, hey, I, I actually came to this bridge because I'm, I am own the shop here, but it's kind of fallen into, you know, disrepair, and so we're going to fix it up and turn it into a shop, come back later. And you go back later, and it's a shop, and you get things from it. And I'm assuming that if you had said, like, yeah, you know, here's give me the 100 bucks and go, 
um, that guy would not have put a shop there, or he wouldn't have sold to you, or something along those lines. Um, it's real good, and like I said, if you liked Simon's Quest, you will like this. Um, it it is very much like reminiscent of that. That's awesome. It's real good. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, and that's in Game Pass, right? Yep. I love it. Um, I will say if you play it on Game Pass, um, save and exit out of the game. Oh, is it um, because it does have a quick resume, but every time I've tried to quick resume after probably more than like an hour or two, yeah, it just uh, crashes the game, and to get the game to restart, you need to restart your Xbox. Oh, that's But gross. if you just quit out of the game, yeah. it uh, is fine. It works fine. Yeah. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I am still playing Nobody Saves the World, which, according to how long this game should take to beat, um, it's like a 15-hour game, and I'm like 20 hours in, and I think I probably have at least another five or six hours left. Um, I don't... I don't really understand how you could beat it much faster than I'm doing because there's a lot of time that you have to spend like leveling up and stuff. Uh huh. Um, I bet so. When I saw that it was a 15 hour game, I spent 38 on it. I mean, I 100%ed it, but yeah. like, I do not see how you would have beat that in 15 hours. Yeah, I think I'm going to be out in probably somewhere between like 25 and 30, would be my yeah. guess. Um, but it's so good. Uh, I know I've talked about it for a couple of weeks, but I think the thing I really wanted to talk about, just like mention is, I don't know if there's another game that does a better job at making grinding not suck, because this is a game where I, I feel like um, you're, you're going to have to grind. Like there's no, there's no way really around it unless I guess, I don't know. I, I'd be curious to see how you played it because I, I, I feel like I didn't play it the right way, and I think you might have done the same thing, where you, like, find a character. So this game's all about characters, right? There's, like, 20 different characters you play as, um, from, like, a knight to a turtle to a rat to a ghost to a mermaid. Um, And you can change into these different characters, and they all have unique abilities. But then you can, like, mix and match their abilities, too, which so you can make these, like, super powerful, interesting mixtures of characters with different abilities. Um... And I feel like I did the wrong thing in that I got the knight and then played as the knight for like <laughs> 10 or 15 levels because I just liked how they worked. And I think it was because I was like familiar with what they did. And I, I don't, like the only complaint I would say is I don't think that the game at the outset did a very good job of telling you how you could mix um, the different abilities if you if you didn't just do it, um, it the, and there there comes a point where it does like like it starts to kind of let you know you can do it. And there's also like every every character has a rank, so you start out as F when you get them when you unlock them, and then you can go D C B A S rank. Um, and in order to get like the A and the S rank, you have to often um, mix another character's abilities into your own, and so like. I kind of wonder if what if what I'd done instead of just playing the knight for ten or fifteen levels is that every time I'd um, got a new character, I just like ranked them up real fast. Um, if I wouldn't had to grind as much as I did now, like instead of grinding, I would have just played as that character. Um, but regardless of how how you play it, um, it's it's a game that is not like when I was talking when I was playing with Colby yesterday, I played the, I ran the same dungeon like four or five times in a row. Um, with different characters just to get them to rank up. And it's it's such an enjoyable experience because every four or five minutes you're leveling something. You know, when you when you're when you're 
in the last 80% of a game, when you're, when you're leveling in a normal game, it's like, sweet, I got a million, you know, XP points until I go from level 32 to level 33. And this game's not like that. It's, I've got to do this quick thing. It's going to take three minutes. I'm going to gain a level. And then, oh, I got to do this other thing. And it'll take five minutes and I'm going to gain a level. And so you're constantly like getting this really great sense of progression as you go from thing to thing to thing to thing. And it's just, it's a really refreshing and interesting way to to do progression and to um, like incentivize your players to not hate what you're doing. Um, I, either way, I just can't say enough good things about this game. Nobody Saves the World is just top shelf. It's on Game Pass. Yep. Um, you know, somewhere between apparently 20 and 35 hours worth of game. <laughs> and it's it's just terrific. It's funny. It's interesting. There's lots of goofy, weird side quests. I mean, like, yesterday I fought a dungeon that was inside a dead dragon. I fought a dungeon that was inside, like, a weird office building. I fought a dungeon that was inside this, like, moldy head thing that had multiple mouths. I mean, just weird and interesting. Um does a really good job of keeping your your battles um like you can do a bunch of dungeons of the row and they don't feel repetitive because they're they're different every time you have to play almost especially once you get past the first couple like almost every dungeon at the point of the game i'm in you have to play with a different character um like you have to create a loadout for that dungeon based on because characters have um essentially breakers so you know you have to hit them with something sharp in order to break past their shield so you have to have a character that does you know sharp damage um just super unique game really really enjoy it so play it that's that's what i gotta say um let's see let's talk about patreon for a second um these are the fine folks that support this podcast on a monthly basis we love them uh if you are a ten dollar patron we like them more than that dylan <laughs> it's all good. Uh, if you're a $10 patron, we uh, say your name every episode. So first of all, big shout out to these fine people. John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous, uh, and Rich Deacon. And then second of all, thank you to all of our other patrons. We love all of you and think you're fantastic. If you would like to become one of these delightful, delightful people, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast and, uh, you know, do a little bit of that. Um, third of all, this week I, I got, I, someone reached out to me to, to ask if they could advertise on the show and, um, you'll be happy to know that I, I turned them down. Um, was it Manscaped? It was not Manscaped. Cliff, your balls will thank you. (laughs) No, it was, uh, it was a company wanting to promote, uh, NFT video games. (laughs) I'm like, have you guys, have you guys... I guess you haven't. <laughs> how, mu- how much were they offering? They did not say. They they wanted also, to also. Yeah, they wanted to put. Uh, they wanted to write blogs and put them on our website about NFTs. I'm like, well, can I still badmouth you on the show? Is that fine? <laughs> well, obviously you can because if they don't <laughs> listen to the show, <laughs> like, am I going to have to sign anything? Because may- maybe, and like 150 people show up to this website a, a month. Is that? Is that good? I don't, I don't Am know. I going to have to sign anything? Because yeah. maybe you could, and I could just badmouth them. <laughs> anyway, for now, no no advertisers, just Patreon. So big shout out to those folks. Uh, Dylan, you want to you wanna help me out here, sir? News! Ah, I love it. All right. Uh, apparently, No Man's Sky is not finished. So, Colby, you beat No Man's Sky. 
Um, it's time to go back because Sweet. they just released their 19th I update. <laughs> I want to play multiplayer. Yeah, it's it, like apparently it is just. I played this game, so I've only played it once. I played it with uh, Joe Cole Jr. from uh, from our, our Patreon, and he walked me through it for like an, an hour or two, probably. And it was like we couldn't see each other. Like we were just like, <laughs> I think you. It seems like there was like maybe uh, like a a thing that showed you where they were on your thing, but you couldn't actually see them. And now it's got like full multiplayer and, and all this stuff. So, but, uh, but, uh, Sean Murray, the, the kind of creator of no man's guy, or at least their, their face at, uh, their, uh, at Hello Games has said that they are not done yet. This is the 19th major update for a game that like was just, slammed on release and he says as as many updates as we've done since launch and as many bucket list items we checked off our list of things we're excited about never seems to get any shorter the team are always coming up with new things they want to do with the game new content and features and areas for improvement i'm amazed that the energy levels are high now as they've ever been we tend not to talk about what's on that list publicly but suffice to say we're not done yet by a long shot <laughs> I, how are they still making money from this game i don't i don't understand at all are people still buying no man's sky I mean, it's on Game Pass, so I guess they got some Microsoft money, maybe, but... I mean, they got my money, because I tried to return it, but I was (laughs) one minute over the threshold on Steam, and they... It's time to boot it up again, Dylan. Give it a try, man. No, I did not. I tried it, like, it was after it was good, and I didn't like it. (laughs) I tried it after it was good. (laughs) Yeah. I was just... I think I was just bored. Yeah. Like, like... What am I doing? Yeah, I I've tried it a couple times and it yeah I've never been able to really get into it either. Um, I unfortunately own it on the PlayStation too. I guess it's on Game Pass now, but uh, I originally owned it on the, the the PlayStation, which was kind of a, we should play it sometime. Yeah, like a double double slam for me. So yeah, we'll have, we'll have to give it a try because I I want to like it. Like I, I love the idea of No Man's Sky. I love the like I love that they've been working on it for like what four years now. Um, Good stuff. They've put out more updates for this than Destiny has, but uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, let's see. Next up, Assassin's Creed. Um, so if you have AC Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is the, the most uh, recent one with the Vikings and such, um, they actually released a... I mean, this game came out a while ago, too, right? This, this game was... 2019 2020 yeah this has been out for a bit uh they just released a new update uh that is it's introduced the saga difficult difficult difficulty mode um which uh, essentially is like an uh, a mode easier than easy um it's but let you enjoy the story without combat um it not only uh means that enemies don't scale with the player. So a level one enemy is always a level one enemy. Um, but they inflict less, less damage overall, and they react slower during the stealth, stealth sections, which is huge for me because I'm terrible at stealth. I mean, I'm I'm so bad at stealth. And I mean, maybe that's real life too. Like, I, I mean, in real you're life... you bad at stealth? In, I'm terrible at just not running into walls and knocking stuff over. And, like, it seems like the quieter I try and be in real life, the more likely I am to, like, turn around and knock, like, a 12-pack of shattering things onto, like, a... a like. You just got to stop keeping your shattering things. But I keep buying them, Cole. What do I things. do, man? I've got this big box of shattering things, and I put them precariously places, and it's just it's just what you do. 
Um, but also, in addition to that, it'll let you actually customize the combat so you can alter the amount of damage you take from bad guys, the amount of damage you give to bad guys, um, how much you can heal, how much you know health enemies have, which I just... I. I want every game to have this. <laughs> I want literally every game to have a mode where I can just go in and say, like, I do a thousand percent damages and all enemies do four percent damage. That is, that's just what I want. It's just what I want. And, like, this game was kind of a, a no for me until this, in which now I'm kind of thinking, like, maybe I'll give it a go. It's probably pretty cheap now. And I, it's not cheap now. It is if you get it on sale. I've seen it for like 24 bucks. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. I'll pay 20 bucks for it. I'm not going to beat it because it's like super, super so long. long. But uh, I wouldn't mind tooling around as a Viking for a little while as long as the other things that I'm killing can't hurt me very bad. That's 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 all I want. That's not asking too much, is it? I don't think so. Anyways, I want I want all games to have that now. That's, that's what I think. Um... My mouse is falling apart as I sit here, like <laughs> the side of my mouse. Look, literally, I'm not even. Look, my mouse just fell apart. It's all it happens, and it's all gooey. It's not. This isn't good. That's weird. It's not good at all. I love that mouse too. Now, now everything's gross. Um, <laughs> sorry. All right, let's see. Let's talk about. Let's talk about how everything's gross here now. Um. $10,000 worth of rare video games were found in Nebraska. Um, as we've discussed, you've been to Nebraska, Colby. Have you ever been to Nebraska, Dylan? No. You're so lucky. Like, nothing nothing against the people of Nebraska. Like, I'm sure the people that live in Nebraska are delightful. Um, I'm actually going to go with the opposite here. I think everyone who lives in Nebraska is trash. Dylan, if you were a listener from Nebraska, you are just horrible he doesn't sorry. he doesn't mean that dylan and i have a mutual friend moved to wyoming that lived something. in nebraska for a while and she was she was all right um nebraska's fine it's absolutely fine um a video game reseller and i don't i don't know how this ended up happening i wish i knew more about this story but um found hundreds and hundreds of factory-sealed Nintendo and Sega games from the 80s and 90s in a storage facility in Nebraska. Um, apparently, they were wow. they were put there after a local store closed down in 1994 and just forgotten about. So I don't know how this other video game people found it. Um, they're called Game Room. Um, but they have found... There are uh, sealed copies of Chrono Trigger that are worth like $2,400 a piece. Um, sealed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, which is worth $1,400. Final Fantasy 3, $1,200. Um, and a bunch of games that are worth like 100 bucks a piece. Sealed copies of Aladdin, Contra Hard Corpse. Uh, Corpse? Did I say Corpse? Core. Did. Core. Like the, like the Marines, not like... Dead, the Marine Corps, not like dead people. <laughs> so you just said that there's ten thousand dollars, right? Tens of thousands of dollars, yeah. Okay, because like I don't know, you just described like they have Chrono Trigger that's worth like twenty thousand oh, no, no, no. dollars, and multiple copies of Chrono Trigger sealed. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It, it says ten thousand. Yeah. It adds up to ten thousand really by fast. itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it, there's like three copies of Chrono Trigger, and then there's just a bunch of shit. <laughs> no, tens it's of mostly of the yeah. the Mario and Duck Hunt. Uh. <laughs> yeah, they uh, apparently they're not even exactly sure how much it'll be worth because it's all got to be officially graded first. But like this is one of those weird situations where they just found a bunch of stuff that has just been sitting there for like 
you know, what what does that add up to? Like 26, 27 years um, that nobody knew about. I, I kind of wonder, like, do you think, I wonder how many of these have to get released in order to, like, disrupt the price of those, though? Like, is, is Chrono Trigger worth less now right, because we just found a bunch of them? How many people are going to buy them, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I love this idea, but I also really... I don't know. The idea of like sealed video games being worth a bunch to me is so dumb because, like, it's it's a box. Like, you don't you literally don't even know what's inside of it, and and have no way of knowing what's inside of it. It's like Schrodinger's video game. Like, it might not. There even could be a dead anymore. cat inside of it. <laughs> Why does my Chrono Trigger box smell bad and is leaking goo? I don't know. I tell you, as someone who who worked for Software Etc. Um, which is now GameStop for like you just shrink wrap that yeah. back up. So. <laughs> like someone returns a, a a dead cat, and I'm like, well, shoot, uh, like I don't want this to get like knocked off my inventory. I just ship it, and, you know, I like reseal it with our shrink wrap machine that every single store had in the back room, and put it back on the shelf. That store goes out of business, gets put in a in a you know storage unit. That's how you you sell a dead cat for twenty four hundred dollars. That's inside a Chrono Trigger box. It's a very small cat, by the way. Very. Very, it's a kitten. Very, makes it sad. <laughs> that makes it worse. Anyway, uh, good good job, Nebraska, for finally having something. <laughs> All right, let's see. What are we going to talk about next? Cyberpunk 2077 is back and apparently better than ever. Um, if you've been kind of waiting to give Cyberpunk a go, now is probably the time to do it. They just officially released the uh, Xbox One X and PlayStation 5 versions of these games, um, which is free, I believe, if you already own it. So Colby, who owns it, has not played it yet, uh, can just upgrade those. Dylan could too, but I can't imagine. Oh, you have, you have it on PC, don't you? Or no, you have it on the, you have it on no, the Xbox. On Xbox. Yeah. So you can play it again, Dylan. Um, I just need a new Xbox. <sighs> Baby steps. Baby steps. Cyberpunk first, Xbox next. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, if so, if you're if you're kind of still on the fence, though, there is a completely free uh, five hour trial as well. So you can go give Cyberpunk twenty seven twenty seven seven. I don't know why I can't say twenty seventy seven. Uh, give it a try. See what you think. Um, you, you, you enjoyed it quite a bit, didn't you, Dylan? I did. I liked it quite a bit. And that was like day one and enjoyed it. Yeah. So. Yeah. If Dylan can like it on um, day one. You can like it in. And it's, I mean, it sounds like they've added like, I mean, I use the term DLC loosely. Yeah. Like, there's there, stuff. It has been additional content added. Not, not like a big giant storyline or anything like that, but. Um, There's apparently some new AI stuff. Apparently, some yeah. of the side characters will send you text you nudes now, which is uh, what uh, I've I've been waiting for that in a video game for yeah. I don't even know how long. That's um, immersion. Immersion. <laughs> They'll send you blocky CGI. I just nudes. realized I have to play Cyberpunk 2077 again. <laughs> I think that is a good. I think that is a good plan, Dylan. So yeah. anyway, I'm actually I I'm kind of curious to go play it again and just see yeah. if it's noticeably different. If um, and I mean I I actually I don't know if I would mind. I might actually do another playthrough of that game at some point just to like play it as one of the different classes. Yeah, um, yeah. Just kind of see how how it shakes out. It might be worth doing again. And if you haven't if you haven't gotten it yet, it's only like twenty five <laughs> bucks now. So it's yeah. it's. Uh, it's worth picking up. There's rumors that maybe come into Game Pass. Yeah, no, yeah, it got. I don't remember what the leak was. What was it? It was, 
It showed up Some, somewhere. Like, yeah, it showed up. In Poland, I want to say? Yeah, and it said something about Game Pass. Yeah, I... I don't remember exactly what it was. I think I will hold off for another month um, before before grabbing that. But uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe Game Pass. That'd be great. All right, so next up, we're going to talk about the Wii U and the Nintendo 3DS eShop closing, which is kind of a bummer because uh, both those systems were kind of the first time where there were digital-only games that you could buy. So with the closure of these systems, you will actually... um, there will be games that you can just no longer play, which is kind of a bummer. So the way this is going to shake out is May 23rd, 2022, you will not be able to use a credit card to add money to the eShop anymore. Um, and then on uh, August 29th, 2022, you will no longer be able to use eShop cards to put that on. Uh, and then uh, May 2023, it just goes away. So you'll you'll no longer be able to do anything. Um, they are saying that you'll be able to still download things you own already on them, but I would say... Uh, if you own a Wii U and you own a 3DS and there are digital-only things that you don't have downloaded onto your system, like, now might be the time to get them. Um, I think I have a, I have a copy of uh, SteamWorld Dig that I should should make sure I, I get get downloaded. Um, you know, you're getting a little bit of notice, but it's just, it's just kind of a bummer that, uh, you know, these things just go away. And there's really no way to to archive them either. Um, The uh, Video Game History Foundation, uh, their reply to this was, while it is unfortunate that people won't be able to purchase digital 3DS or Wii U games anymore, we understand the business reality that went into this decision. What we don't understand is what path Nintendo expects its fans to take should they wish to play these games in the future. As a paying member of the Entertainment Software Association, Nintendo actively funds lobbying that prevents even libraries from being able to provide legal access to these games. Not Not providing commercial access is understandable, but preventing institutional work to Reserve these titles on top of that is actively destructive to video game history. We encourage ESA members like Nintendo to rethink their position on this issue and work with existing institutions to find a solution. I think that's really fair. It's sad when games just disappear. And in the face of them taking away all of the ways you could do it, really your only, you know, really only recourse is piracy. So I'm not saying you should pirate 3DS games, but. I am I'm not saying you shouldn't. Uh, just, just super bummer. Um, but again, you know, time marches on. I suppose. Um, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, um, if you're bored and you want to uh, just spend all weekend downloading and playing demos, right now Valve is running the Steam Next Fest, which has um, about 600 games you can play uh, demo wise. Uh, download them and play them on Steam. Um, lots of really cool stuff. A lot of new games that you're going to hear us talking about, you know, or that we've talked about in the last six months and stuff we'll probably be talking about in the next six months. Uh, stuff coming out, stuff uh, that just looks good. So if you're if you're probably into uh, maybe a little stuff, maybe a little more on the indie side of things, it's probably a, a good place to go. Just go go grab five or six hundred games and, and see which ones you like. That's that's what I would I would recommend. So go check out the Steam Next Fest page. I'll put a link to it in our show notes um, and, uh, and play some demos. Um, that's, that's what I'm going to say. Play some demos. Dylan, um, we do not have a question from Vinny. Uh, so this week, uh, you're going to have to be monotone screaming. So what I can tell you about him is he... Ah! Uh, 
It's all you need. What is uh, your favorite video game series? Like, think about series of video games. Which, which, what's your favorite? Like, is there a series that you particularly love? Speaking of SteamWorld Dig. Yeah. Like, they've, every game has been a hit. Like, yeah. That's pretty good. Um, I, I don't know if that counts as a series. Like, I mean, it's close, but every SteamWorld game is great. Um, and their yeah. new game, The Gunk, which is nothing like any of those games, like, so far removed for anything that you wouldn't even believe it is also really good. So, yeah, I, yeah. SteamWorld games, man, that that's some top-shelf gaming. Yeah. Um, other than that, like, I mean, I guess my... Grand Theft Auto is probably my favorite yeah. series where I just get it's a game that no matter what game they release I'm going to play it and I'm probably going to enjoy it yeah. like um, it's just top notch I wish other games might have more in the series like a, a Red Dead like if there was five Red Dead games I might pick that but the fact is there's kind of three yeah um hardly a series of the and like it is but um i think it's a good choice yeah, yeah. i think I, I i didn't think of grand theft auto i'm glad you brought that up because that is a good choice um mm-hmm. i've i've liked the far cry games kind of on and off um but like the last two i've been off on more than i've been on like i liked five a lot um i liked four a lot um, but the expansion for five, I thought was pretty bad. And Far Cry six, I just kind of like, like got bored of, which is not a good way to like, I'm like, this game isn't bad. I'm just, I don't want to play it anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, 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 it was just dull. Um, I, I didn't, the progression was terrible in it. So, um, I don't know. I think that that's unfortunately like a lot of games for me lately. Um, big series is I've, I've had a hard time like keeping being interested in Grand Theft Auto is probably the only one that I've really really kind of got up on what about you Cole? so I was thinking about it and like everything that I came up with there's either like a part of the series I haven't played or there's one that I'm like I didn't really like that yeah um, you like Mass Effect I haven't played Andromeda but I loved oh three. Mass Effect is actually that's a good point I, I only played a Red part Dead. of three but I liked all of those that's a good idea Red Dead, I haven't played Revolver, but, like, you know, uh, Redemption and 2 were, you know, yeah. amazing. Um, I love some of the Link games. Yeah, But right? uh, some of them, I'm like, no, nah, it's not for me. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with Subnautica. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because there are two games that I played, and I absolutely loved both of them. Yeah, yeah that's a good, 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 good call. Um, all right. Uh, Prime fan um, asked us, unfortunately, uh, what's our opinion <laughs> on the newest Ghostbusters movies? And uh, it came out in 2021. Yeah. That's my opinion. Um, I I want to there, see it. Um, I think it looks really good. There was another new one, right? Is that... Yeah. Yeah. So there's the one with the, the like women Ghostbusters, which I did see and I actually liked quite 2016. a bit. 2016. Um, I thought that one was, was fine. There were some very, very funny parts in it. Um. You know, it's it's one of those things where, like, can, compared to the first one, I don't know. I haven't seen the first Ghostbuster movie since I was, like, 15. Um, it's been 
That sounds like a you problem. Yeah, I have not seen the original Ghostbusters movie in probably close to 30 years. So I, I can't I can't compare it. I remember enjoying it a lot, but it's been decades since I saw it. The new one was was like the, the 2016 one was, was funny. I really liked it. Um, I want to see the new one, but uh, it... You know, I didn't go see it in the theater, and I just haven't bought it on on uh, on demand yet. But I probably will. That's got to be coming to some streaming service eventually, and I'll I'll check it out there. So, anyways, you guys haven't seen it either. Nope. Did you like Ghostbusters too? I because apparently that is very like, you know, I thought it was fine. Dividing. Um, it had some very funny lines. Um, I I still quote the. The so there's a scene in that where the Titanic comes into uh, into port in in New York and he says better late than never and so here's a fun question who says that I don't have any idea it's Cheech Marin is it really oh uh, yeah I I always thought that that line was very funny it's got a like great delivery so Peter Nichols is great in it yeah I mean I don't know I. 80s comedies are weird now, too. Um, like, probably not as weird as, like, 90s and early 2000s comedies. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to say, like, 80s comedy, like, sometimes hold up better than 90s mm-hmm. and early 2000s yeah, comedies. I, I would say comedies made it, like, between 1989, 90, and, like, 2007 are often incredibly cringy. And I just go, like, <laughs> Um, I was watching a movie today from like 2011. And I'm like, huh? I guess like you could use that word ten years ago. Can't really use it yeah, now. So. Yeah, I, we watched we watched Psych, um, which is a very good show. Like I, I really enjoyed Psych, but like there's so much just like rampant transphobia in that TV show. <laughs> it was really really bad. Um, just like a handful of things. Like we we watched um clerks the animated series um <laughs> which i really really enjoyed but they like use the r slur quite a bit in that show <laughs> and it's just not like i'm watching like looking at my kid and then looking at looking at my kid i'm like oh man <laughs> like this isn't this isn't cool so um yeah ghostbusters is, is fine um i'm i'd watch a ghostbuster we'll see uh do I do. It's a good song. It's a real good song. Is it? No. <laughs> uh, our deacon says, "What streaming service can you not live without? What's your What's your streaming service of choice? Is it Shutter? Call. I hope. I, I hope one of you is like Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> I like the free <laughs> ones. <laughs> I am. That being said, I watch a lot of Tubi. Uh, IMDb free. What's What's the IMDb channel? <laughs> IMDb TV. Yeah, not terrible. Um, have you ever watched anything on IMDb I have. TV Club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot so of commercials, a lot of commercials. Um, my only complaints with those kinds of like Tubi and the ones that have commercials is that it is very obvious that they do not have like a this is where a commercial should yep. go, and so like sometimes just in the middle of like, is you're like, oh. Huh. Well, Guess it's commercial time. Commercial. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember which show. I think I, it, I was watching something on Tubi or IMDb TV, and like I'd like look down for a second, and I'd look back up, and like, what is going on? Oh, it's a commercial. Okay. <laughs> um, for me, it's probably Netflix. I probably watch watch more on Netflix than anything else. Um, 
Although I've been watching a lot of Amazon Prime lately, so but I subscribe to many, 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 many. Thank you. Do you still have Hulu? Uh, Hulu? I do. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. Because I tried to sign into that the other day, and it uh, it my password it, like, has changed. Me. So just hit me uh, up. I'll hook okay. you up. Call. Yeah. So I okay. That's why. Because there's like two shows on Hulu that I really want to yeah, watch. I got... Like Hulu for me is something I'd never pay for because, like, literally, there's like two things on it at all times and I'm like I'd really like to watch that but for the longest time I got Hulu as part of like because I was a student I got this like man if you're a student I'm going to tell you right now you get the, the, the 50% off or whatever no it's it's five bucks a month and you get Hulu and Spotify and Showtime <laughs> like if you got one of those EDU addresses man that's the way to do it um, but it's only good for four years so you, it's only for the four years you're in college mm. Um, I was once going to sign up to college so I could get the uh, student discount on baseball tickets. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Um, <laughs> SLCC, like I figured out that it was actually cheaper to get the the student discount and pay for like enrolling and everything <laughs> than it was just to buy it normally. That's funny. So I was going to get season tickets and just go and enroll in SLCC so I could do that. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, no, I got I got some Netflix. I got Amazon. I got Hulu, I got Disney, got HBO Max, <laughs> have the Apple TV. It's still cheaper than cable. Like, <laughs> And because I know the password to most of those, either you or dad, I've got all those too. It's way cheaper than cable. Way cheaper than cable. That was, that we used to go to a wall, like the Walmart nearest had direct TV people in there yeah <laughs> um who like if you got within like 30 feet of them they're like excuse me and i'm like oh, god damn it they saw us um and they're like you know how much do you pay for cable i'm like i don't know like a bill comes and it gets auto paid yeah, i'm yeah. sure it's some amount and they're like well how much is your cable cost like your tv cable i'm like i don't have that like how much does it cost to, you know, for all of, like, they're like, what do you have? I'm like, I don't know, like, Prime and Netflix and all of those. They're like, well, how much is that costing you a month? I'm like, oh, no, I only pay for Prime. All the others, I just have passwords, too. And they're like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, well, you have a good day. I'm like, you too. I was in the mall the other day, and, and uh, Spectrum Cable people were like, hey, do you want to, no, AT&T Cable. Like, do you want to talk about cable? I'm like, nah, you know, honestly, like, I got Comcast, and it's really fast. And they're like, oh, well, what's really fast? I'm like, I get 1.2 gigahertz down, and they're like, oh, thank you, have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess AT&T is not competitive on that, is, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so what's your, what's your favorite of all, the, of all the streaming services you steal from your friends and family call? What's your favorite? I don't know. Like, probably Amazon Prime, like, oddly, the only one I don't steal, um, is the one I use the most just because I've got a couple prime channels like that's how i watch shutter sure. and stuff like that yeah, yeah. but like i watched all of them some yeah like there's not one that like i'm really like i watch this constantly yeah. um i watch some disney plus it depends on kind of what's on like hbo max is actually really good yeah. um i use all of them often and so like like i probably stream something and that's every the thing day. like yeah uh-huh like if if one if you know like if I had to choose just one, probably Prime, just because I can get most of my yeah. other ones through that. Like I, I could get HBO Max through Prime. Yeah, if I could, if I could, I mean, I wouldn't, because then I'd have to pay for yeah. it. But if I, if yeah. I had to get rid of all of them, I would probably keep Netflix. But I don't know. what about you, Dylan? What's your favorite streaming service? 
I don't know. I kind of hate them all. Fair. I don't know. Um, I feel like they just keep boosting the price and then you've already watched everything. And oh, so I forgot that. Yeah, you have sinks. Weirdly yeah, high standards. Yeah. I've been watching. Like, like, if you make 100 crappy shows, it doesn't mean your service is any more valuable. It absolutely does. Uh, you know, I've been watching terrible, uh, like. I'm just watching Star Trek from the 90s. I've been watching, like, like, terrible Christmas movies for, like, two and a half months yeah. now. It's been yes, great. That's not. I, I enjoy. It's not value. It is, because I enjoy every minute of it, Dylan. No. Every minute. No. Absolutely worth it. Uh, I mean. Even Netflix is upset that they can't get Stranger Things out fast enough. So, Dylan's all—I forget he's also fixated on Stranger Things. Did you know that? No, I'm just—that's just an exact. Like they do have a couple good shows, but they come out every couple years, so it's like I could cancel my membership and not—I mean, <laughs> did, not know the wiser. But, did you know I mean, that what's your name from uh, Stranger Things, Billy Bobby Brown, Billy Bobby Brown, whatever her name is, yeah. uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, do you think she's dating Bon Jovi's son? <laughs> I think oh, that's so weird. Oh, super weird. It was super strange. Uh, apparently oh. she turned 18 Wait, yesterday and there was pictures of them together. I'm, it was strange. I don't like it. I'm hoping his name is John Bon Jovi Jr. He actually goes by, I, I don't know what his name was, but he actually goes by John Bon Jovi's like original name, Bon Jovi or whatever. It's, it's Bon Giovanni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, follow up question. Since uh, Rich has got game pass, he has seen quite a number of PC games. God damn. What is this? I don't even know what this, I'm reading the sentence and it's not making sense. Oh, so essentially it is. I think that uh, <laughs> uh, there's, there's a lot of games that are coming out on PC and Xbox. Um, do you think that, uh, PC gaming will take a chunk out of console sales, um, as, as like a lot of things get released, especially like Xbox right now, like almost everything that's coming out anyway, first party for Xbox is coming out, um, on PC as well. Do you think that, I think PC was kind of a, like kind of a niche for a while and, and maybe is slightly less so now. Do you think that'll continue? Do you think, uh... You know, they'll both have I don't think own. it's going to be PC that'll take it out. It'll be something like Xbox Chromecast, yeah. but you can just stream everything on Game Pass to your TV, and as long as you have a remote or a controller, you're, you know, 100% fine. Yeah. And I think eventually something like that will be released, and that's what will take a chunk out of the console markets, but I, I don't see PCs doing that. I think that. PC had a real shot of becoming less a bigger player but like two years of extremely expensive components that you couldn't buy even if you wanted to i think were really really harmful for the pc ecosystem um regardless of the games like there are always going to be people that are pc gamers there always is um but i i don't know if i see it growing in huge amounts it's just i also wonder if pcs are kind of <sighs> Not confusing, but uh, like if people are kind of like, well, I don't want to have to deal with all that. Oh, yeah. You know, like with an Xbox, like I know that if I get an Xbox game, it is going to play well. If I have a PC, if I have an updated drive, and now that stuff is mostly like automated. And it's not like, you know, gaming in the early 2000s where, you know, you had to do all that kind of stuff manually. But like 
there's always that, you know, like, oh, I, you know, I, I can't run this because my video yeah. card isn't good enough. I can't, you know, do this because of some weird reason, whereas that's never a problem on Xbox. Yeah. I mean, as, like, as someone who, within the last year, had to format my computer because I janked up my graphic driver so bad trying to play... Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, like, it's still absolutely a problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that's part of it. I think cost is part of it. Like, I mean, when you can buy an Xbox One for the same price as a video card... Um, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, PCs are great, and I think there will always be an enthusiast market for it. But I, I think that... When my gaming laptop costs twice as much yeah. as my xbox like yeah and probably doesn't perform as probably well. doesn't run yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well i think uh pc gaming is an additional hobby to gaming absolutely right? um and even though i think people are definitely more comfortable with technology and stuff i feel like the future people like because everything is becoming so easy, I feel like PCs would even become less, like, less valuable, maybe more niche, just because I assume consoles will continue to be better, right? Yeah. Um, and soon it's going to be indistinguishable what you can get out of your PC and your console. Um, and consoles are still so much easier. Like, yeah, I've grown to like my PC and use it but in reality it was just a way to play games with other friends that had a pc insisted on playing on pcs right um and there's a few games that yeah like that's where you're gonna play that game or whatever but i would be so much happier if i could just have my xbox like um but i i will say i sat down this morning and I didn't have a lot of time uh, before work started, but I had like 20, 25 minutes. And I was like, I want to play some more um, Nobody Saves the World because it's great. Um, but like, I didn't want to like go sit down at my couch, like turn on my TV, turn on my Xbox and do all that stuff. Um, I wanted to be like here in case I needed to respond to anything. Um, and so I sat down at my PC and just streamed it via xCloud and that's pretty dope. <laughs> like yeah. the fact that I can just stream that game to my Xbox app and it's up and running immediately. I just sync up my controller and I'm good to go is pretty cool. And I the more I stream from XCloud, the more I think that that is just like just the future. It's it's just too too easy and too good. So Thanks, Rich. Appreciate that question. Uh, finally, Mansox wants to know, what is your favorite RTS? Do you have a favorite RTS? No. <laughs> Star... Or Starcraft? We'll go Starcraft. So, no. Uh, I... I want to be good at prototype strategy games, and I'm absolutely not. Um... My favorite is probably um, uh, Warcraft Two, which is like the only one I've, I've ever played for any <laughs> any real amount of time. Um, I would throw out um, Tooth and Tail is really good. Um, I haven't played a ton of it, but what I did play, I really liked. Um, 
it's uh, it's a little bit faster. Like your the games don't last very long. It's not like a forty five minute thing. The the, the rounds last very quickly. Um, and Austin Winter did the soundtrack, so you know. I'm I'm just waiting for that uh, Super Trooper <laughs> RTS. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's only going to be funny for I don't know the people who are Patreon subscribers. Good, good, good folks. To... Good folks. Yeah. All right, uh, let's talk about some. You, you, I'm sorry. Wow, or World, World Warcraft Two was your your choice as well, Dylan. I definitely have a soft spot because I feel like that was the first game like that I played. However, now. I really do like the Total War Warhammer games. Yeah. I think those are very solid games. Good stuff. Have you tried um, three yet? Even though, not yet. Even though I'm not like, I feel like I'm not very good at them, but they sure are fun. Yeah, um, I get behind that. Um, I would shout out uh, Total Commander and Supreme Commander. Both those are good games too by uh, Gas Powered Games. Uh, let's see, coming up free. In the next uh, little bit, we've got uh, Chris Tales coming out uh, on the Epic Game Store. Did you play that, Cole? I like. I want to say you did. I did. Kind of a JRPG kind of thing. It was good, and I had problems with I think it crashing or something, or like there's some issue I had where it didn't save particularly sure. great, and it would crash right before I got to saves. Go. And so I'd have to replay like 45 minutes a game, and it happened twice, and I went, mm, yeah, good. Get it free on the Epic Store and try it there, see if it's better. Yeah. Uh, Xbox Game Pass, we're getting RoboQuest on the PC on February 22nd. It is a fast-paced first-person shooter roguelike playable in solo or co-op. I do like co-op roguelikes. That's, uh, that might be all right. Uh, Galactic Civilization 3 is coming to PC on February 24th. That's an old game. That's from like... 2016. It's a 4X strategy game. I hear it's real good, though. Um, Super Mega Baseball 3 is coming to console on February 24th. That's part of EA Play, so you do have to have Game Pass Ultimate, as well as Alice Madness Returns on February 28th, uh, again on PC, and that is also an EA Play title. Um, That is PC, though, so I guess you would not have to have Game Pass Ultimate for that. You would just have to have Game Pass for PC. Uh, you might still have to have ultimate for that. Uh, Far Changing Tides is coming out March 1st. It is a dive into unknown depths on the hunt for fuel and salvage. Devise innovative solutions to overcome intricate obstacles and unearth forgotten relics lost to time. It's a kid on a boat. Uh, supposed to be pretty good. Uh, Tunic is coming to Game Pass on March 16th. That is an adorable Fox game. Um, in our uh, games coming out in March, Colby made the comparison uh, correctly on this that it's uh, quite a bit like... Um, Death's Death Door. Door, and that is very, very, very correct. It's like a, a slightly harder Zelda-type game. Very good. Adorable Fox. Love that game. Uh, I met the, the developer. It's, it's all developed by, like, a single guy. Um, I met him a number of years ago at PAX. Super nice dude, too. Uh, Shredders is coming out March 17th. That is a snowboarding game. Uh, a Memoir Blue is coming out March 24th. Explores the tale of a champion swimmer recalling a childhood tr- childhood trip she and her mother went on. Um, Crusaders Kings 3 is coming to 
Xbox, I believe. That's a console game on March 29th. That is already out on PC. Uh, and Weird West is coming out March 31st. Survive and unveil the mysteries of the Weird West through the intertwined destinies of its unusual heroes and immersive sim from the co-creators of Dishonored and Prey. The game looks dope. I'm actually really, really excited about that. Um, leaving Game Pass on February 28th, so you'll have like six or seven days to play these, is uh, Hyperspace Outlaw, or I'm sorry, Hypnospace Outlaw, which Colby loved. That was almost your game of the year last year, wasn't it? Love- I think it was my game of the year. Yeah, super good. Um, definitely, definitely worth a try, especially if you have a like a fun memories of I don't know, like mid '90s AOL, probably. Uh, Killer Queen Black is leaving cloud and console. Um, that's a really interesting six-player game. I, I don't know how to describe Killer Queen Black. It's super weird. Great game though. Um, really fun couch co-op. Uh, Stealth Inc. Two is leaving, and Tahua Luna Knights is leaving. I, I can't be super disappointed about those last two I guess uh, Humble Bundle right now if you are a VR type person they have a VR bundle where for uh, 12 bucks you can get uh, Cookout Panop- Panoptic Trover Saves the Universe Red Matter Synth Riders Blaston and Tower Tag and the Tower Tag soundtrack so I don't know anything about that you you played Trover Saves the Universe right Colin? Trover was great. Yeah, so for 12 bucks, get Trover. Um, Panoptic sounds like, I, I vaguely remember hearing that was really good as well. Um, I think Trover is just worth 12 bucks, especially if you like like Rick, Rick and yeah. Morty. It's pretty much just I mean, Rick who doesn't? So, um, you know, $12 for some some good uh, VR games is, is worth it. I My kid is super into VR, and I sent this to him, and he said, cool, I'm buying it right now. So that's, that's his, like, you know, seal of approval. It's got the, the the Carter Johnson seal of approval. So, go grab some VR games from Humble Bundle. Um, anything else we want to talk about, guys? I don't. Seems good. I think we're done. All right, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can follow us at bitemepodcast.com. Big shout out to Rich for keeping things running there. You can go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and uh, see what pretty pictures and social things we have to say. And you can go to Patreon. Patreon. Become a patron so we don't have to take uh, ad money from NFT video game people or Manscaper. Because um, I, you know. No, we want to take money from Manscaper. I mean, I want a Manscaper, but I don't know if I want to have to talk about it on a podcast. That seems. I do. All right. <laughs> they give me a free one. Like, I'll, I'll sit and chit chat about, you know. Brooke thinks that that might pull in new listeners. I'm I'm not sure. She... Agreed. <laughs> Maybe we could just like we could shave me live like on Twitch. That's what we're gonna do for our uh, extra life bonus next year. Is we're just gonna shave Colby. <laughs> if we make five thousand dollars, Colby will just be like a hairless. <laughs> we strip Colby down to a speedo, and he uh, we just start shaving and don't stop until he looks like one of those. Like Sphinx cats. Um, but maybe we leave the beard. <laughs> maybe you're entirely oh, yeah, except yeah, you for the beard. you gotta do that. It's, it's the only way that I can hide that I don't have a chin clip. Come on. <laughs> Big same. Uh, Patreon.com slash Bite Me Podcast. Go uh, join our Discord at Bite Me Podcast.com slash Discord. Join or donate to our Extra Life team at Bite Me Podcast.com slash Extra Life. And now let's stop because all they can think of is terrible visual pictures of. Colby getting shaved and just taking hours and hours and hours and hours. These these manscapers got all jammed up again. (laughs) Gotta get a new pair. These ones overheated. (laughs) 
Dylan, help me, sir. 